This podcast is brought to you by Women of Empowerment, an organization where all women can be encouraged, advised, and renewed. Cultivate Her is a podcast where a purpose does not just happen. It is cultivated. We provide the tools for women to cultivate their minds and tap into their purpose. I am your host, founder of Women of Empowerment, Inc., Christina Nelson. Now let's get started. Hey, girl, hey. So when you're told you're not good enough, you tell them. Not only am I good enough, I'm more than enough. And we are ready to cultivate your life. Officially, Jenny Boo is our co-host of Cultivate Her. Please welcome her. Say what's up, girl. Yes, I'm so excited. Kicking off the new year with Cultivate Her. It's got a lot of new topics, a lot of interesting things we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yes, we really do. We are just so blessed and we're just so happy about embarking on this new year and just like doing big things and we're so focused and motivated and we want you guys to feel the same way so we are going to start off with our self-care check we want to know what y'all been doing in the new year have you been drinking your water have you been getting your nails done have you been budgeting what's up like we're trying to be financial stable in 2020 what have you been doing yes right i'm trying to do all of the yourself Right. Like, for real, like, for real, have you put the kids, put the kids to bed and have some me time, take a nice bubble bath, have a nice glass of wine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what have y'all been doing? Come on. We are, what, officially two weeks into the new year? What y'all been doing? What have y'all been doing? Come on now, sis. We ready to help cultivate you. Check on yourself. Check on your sisters, too. Yes. You got to check on your fellow sisters. Check on your fellow cultivate her sisters because we need to make sure that we are good, okay? Don't ever forget about anyone. Even if they come up, to, come across your mind, hey, girl, how you been? I just want to know how you doing. Right. So my self-care check I did this weekend, I went to a christian business conference and it was really good Uh, i got a lot of pointers um i went there to network for women of empowerment and i met a lot of people it was awesome um my other self-care check i did some meditating um tonight for a self-care check um just to let y'all know because um this episode is going to record early but tonight i am going to take a nice bath i'm going to soak it I guess I got a bath bomb that somebody gave me for Christmas. Like, I'm going to have a nice date tonight in my bathtub, okay? I don't got no wine. I usually do, but I don't have no wine. But I got some tequila, y'all, so a girl's going to make her some Okay? That is funny. And I'm going to be in that tub. I'm going to try to relax and stretch a little bit. 
and just unwind. That's what I'm doing for my self-care check. Like in this very moment after I'm done recording this podcast. What about you, Jen? For my self-care check this weekend, well, I told you already, I just wanted to keep it simple and relaxed. I didn't want to overwork myself because I had a stressful week. So this weekend, all I really wanted to do was just stay home. I just took some time to do my nails, to reflect, to meditate. I watched a few good movies. I got a few things in order for my business, a few things in order for Women of Empowerment's business. But most of all, my puppy Luna, we just chilled. And that's exactly what I needed to just get my mind right. That's right. Get your mind right. It's very important <laughs> to. It's very important to get your mind right. Because if your mind ain't right, then nothing ain't right. And that's the truth. No. You're going to be out here self-sabotaging yourself all day long. Okay? Right. So, Jenny, your girl is lit out here. I'm out here ready to motivate them. And I got a good topic. So Yes, we, got, we have a good topic this week. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. Last week, we talked about tunnel vision in 2020. And I'm trying to figure out if you ready for this tunnel vision. Do you have tunnel vision? I'm, I know I do. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see because um, I'm about to help cultivate your life right now, Jenny, but with this topic. So, go ahead, girl. Cultivate me. <laughs> I'm trying to cultivate <laughs> your purpose, okay? I'm trying to cultivate your mm-hmm. purpose. And all these other women listening, we are here to cultivate your purpose, okay? Listen, I said, yeah. I said, <laughs> random, I said, Jen, my talking points for the podcast. And she was just like, dang, this is good. I said, oh, you sure? Yeah, girl, <laughs> it was real good. <laughs> I said, you sure I'm not missing anything? Like, she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's, it's good. <laughs> So we ready to share with y'all what we got going on. But with this topic, I really want to talk about, I talked about tunnel vision last week and we we uh, we spoke about the fact that um, we need to really ask ourselves these questions. We talk about vision, but there were questions that you need to ask yourself. So now that we have those questions, I want to talk about what vision is. And um, before I talk about what vision is, I really wanted to go into some quotes that really resonated in me while I looked up uh, the topic vision and the first one is vision calls you out of your purpose to participate in your future let me call you out of past oh girl thank you for correcting me mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all got me messed up vision calls you out of your past see you even memorized it thank you very much jennifer Vision calls you out of your past to participate in your future. This is such a deep, a deep quote for me um, because I really feel like calling you out of being called out of your past is so important because your past has to push you towards your future because past means you have to let go. Past means that you no Mm -hmm. longer can look back. Future means that you have to keep stepping forward. Are you ready to step forward? That's the number one question you need to ask yourself. What is it that's holding me back? Will I continue to let it hold me back? What is it from my past? Because there's nothing in your future that's holding you from your future. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? Nothing but you. Nothing but yourself. Mm -hmm. So everything that's in your past, it's time for you to be done with it. 
your so. past makes your past should not your past you should be so done with your past that all you're looking forward to is what's for tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that what is it that is in store for me what is it that god has for me I'm so anxious. Mm-hmm. You should be so anxious about your future. You should be so anxious mm-hmm. about your vision. Right. Your vision, because you are so anxious about your vision, your past no longer matters. It is eliminated. Mm-hmm. Some people are afraid to let go of their past because maybe they don't know what their vision is. They might not have found their purpose. And so they just hold on to what's familiar. Yep. And that was that was actually one of the questions um that i stated in the last podcast ask yourself what is your purpose that's the Mm -hmm. first thing you need to ask yourself what's your purpose because your purpose leads you to your vision right that's something you have to ask yourself so the next quote is you may not be able to see the past but that doesn't mean it's not there Mm mm-hmm that basically means to me, you just have to step out on faith, you know, just believe that, you know, you have a higher calling in the world and you just have to do whatever it takes to be able to fulfill that vision that you see in your head. And you can't be afraid because ultimately this is your life. So any mistakes that you make, you don't have to apologize to anybody. All you have to do is learn from your lesson and figure out the way that you need to get to that vision despite all of the the bumps and curves that you might go through. All of the bumps and what? Despite all the bumps and the curves that you might go through in your journey. Right. Despite all the bumps and curves, you have to be able to understand that there is a path. And I get exactly what you're saying, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. That path is there. You might not be able to see it in the very moment, but the path is there. And a lot of things will change along your path. There'll be different approaches. Right. There'll be different things that you need to do to get to your vision. But the path, mm-hmm. the path that you have to take to your vision is there. Although you can't see it, it's there. It's inevitable right. for you to take a path. It's inevitable for you to have a journey to get there. It Nothing happens by the blink of an eye or the snap of a finger. You, mm-hmm. you got to get there. You got to take it. You got to, you got to have the journey. You got to go through the struggle. You have to go through the process. You have to trust the process. Process mm-hmm. is there. Your path is your process. Right. So the next one is for our third and last quote. It is those who take risk operate from vision. Mm-hmm. What do you think when I when I state this quote? What do you think? I feel like that is absolutely true. You have to be able to, like we were just saying, take risk, but you have to know that you have to take a risk with a vision in mind. You don't want to just step out on faith and not know where you're going. You have to really be able to figure out what your purpose is and envision yourself getting there and then step out and do what's necessary to be able to get there. That makes me sense. Don't be afraid of the risk, but just be strategic about how you handle the risk that might come ahead. So that way you don't find yourself going through these continuous patterns where you're not as successful or as accomplished as you want to be, you know, just based off of you making the same mistakes over and over and not learning from them. 
So it's just about a matter of figuring out what your purpose is, envisioning it, and finding the proper steps necessary to just reach that goal. Yeah, that's awesome. I really love that quote because how I, like when I look at it, I, and I read it over and over, it res- I tell you all three quotes really resonated with me. But when I look at it, I'm, I just think there's no more time for me to play it safe. If I really want it, I'm going to have to step out on faith. I'm going to have to take risk. Playing it safe is not going to get me where I need to be. And to me, playing it safe means being complacent. You don't want to be comfortable. No, not at all. I got to, I got to put myself out there. And that's, that means, and that's for me personally, when I talk about putting myself out there, I told you that last year I was a yes woman and I'm this year again, I'm a yes woman. Yes, yes, yes. I got this thing that I want you to come to. Yes. I need you to vendor at this event. Yes. I need you to come out to me. Yes. I'm going to be a yes person. Right. Anything that's going to make me uncomfortable. I'm just going to do it. Right. I'm open to it. So I looked up vision and I looked up definitions of vision and um, I wrote down some different things. And one of the first things that I have written here is the state of being able to see and being able to see something through a to a certain type of lens means something. When I, when I hold my camera, I have to flip the switch in order to see through it. Now, when in your mind, you have to flip the switch. And flipping the switch is flipping the way of your thinking. Mm-hmm. What do you want for yourself? What is it that you're trying to do? How am I going about doing mm-hmm. it? Flip the switch. Flip that switch in your head. Flip it on, on, and start to see your vision. You have to be able to see it. If you can't see it, you don't have a vision. You don't have a purpose. Like I mm-hmm. said before, your purpose leads you to your vision. The ability to think about or plan for the future with imagination or wisdom. That's vision. Mm-hmm. What really stuck out to me was the imagination The future with imagination. That that just stuck out with me. Plans for the future with imagination. You plan for your future with yeah. imagination. You can imagine what's going to happen. What's going to happen mm-hmm. for yourself. What steps are you going to take? You got to see it. You got to lay it out in front of you. I think the powerful thing about the word imagination is that you, when you think about imagination, you think about the opportunities being endless and you don't want to limit yourself. So when you see it, when you think about your future, you should think about it with the imagination of anything is possible. You know, we grew up with the mindset that we could be anything and we could do anything. And as we get older and we get wrapped up with real life um, problems and responsibilities, sometimes we limit our imaginations to fit reality but I feel like when it comes to our goals and our dreams, we need to imagine as big as we did as as a child, you know, so that way we can have the the expectation 
to reach for our higher, higher being instead of limiting ourselves and limiting our imagination just to be able to get by. That makes any sense. I completely understand about limitations. We, that is something actually we're going to go over later on, but um, limiting your vision based off of what you, based off of the lack of potential. Mm. That's, that's, that's what stops you from actually taking the next step. Mm -hmm. That's what actually stops you from operating from your risk, taking your risk and operating in a whole different manner. The third definition I have here is keeping your eyes focused on the path you want to ride. That's what vision is. Keeping your eyes focused on the path you want to ride. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to believe in the path and see the path. And having the vision helps you to create the framework of your goals. What goals do you have? Mm -hmm. Where are you trying to go? Shape out this vision. Framework can only lead to elevation. When you're framing your goals, the only way you can go is up. That's very important for you to create an idea, write it down and see what it is that you need to do. Create the steps, frame it out, put it up somewhere so you can see it. The next thing that I want to talk about is drive. Your drive should be able to motivate you. Let your drive push you to where you need to be. You need to live, breathe, eat, and sleep your vision. Constantly thinking about it. Find a way to always be making sure that you are focused on your vision. Do not let anything take you away from it. Make sure that distractions don't take you away from your vision. The next thing I want to talk about is faith in the future. You have to have faith that the future has so much more for you. And that's where I go back to using your imagination and being able to see what's ahead. You must be able to see it. Like you have to believe like that you could at least touch it. You know, when they say like you heard sayings that like, yo, it's right there that I can smell it. I can touch it. It's like right in front of me. That's how it needs to be for your vision. It needs to be right there that you could smell it. You could touch it. You could feel it like you could live it right in that moment. Like you, you need to, your imagination needs to be so in tune with your vision that it's, you, you could feel it. Like it's something that's like you're already living in it because you're constantly working towards it. You have to believe that it will happen. It's going to happen. As long as you're working, your vision will always come to pass, but you have to be working on it. No need to be stagnant. You have to be able to see the potential. Open up your eyes to see that the potential that you have to work towards your vision. Whatever steps you're going to take, there's potential. There's always potential. There's always room for growth. And most importantly, you have to remember that your words have to match what you see. Everything that you say have to match what you see. You have to speak life into your purpose, speak life into your vision. And it's very important for us to record our dreams. Write it down. I, I, I've heard it so many times. Write down the vision. 
and you will see it. Write it down and it's and it will come to pass. And it's true. You have to write it down. You can't say, oh, I want to start a business and you don't know what kind of business you want to start. Or, you know, I'm going to start selling hair by the bundles. Who, who are you going to get the hair from? What manufacturer company is going to make the hair for you? Um, who, who, what vendors are you going to work for? Who has the best hair? Like you have to actually have out a plan. Who do you want to go to, to get the hair? Who are you going to have spot you out? Who is it? That's a, that's a, a, um, a business, uh, like person that's business minded that can help you get a small business loan. Like, you know, you have to be able to think outside of the box, but you need to write it down. The first thing I would do is write down who I know because who's a friend of a friend is a friend of a friend is a friend, okay? Like you'd be surprised who you know that's actually interested in something that you're doing and or actually have knowledge on something that you want to do. You'd be surprised. I'm never afraid to ask questions. Whatever event I'm trying to do, like when I when I started out my organization, um, I honestly went to YouTube at first. I know I wanted to do a nonprofit and I didn't know how, but I went about doing it. And I said, okay, I want to start a nonprofit. Like I just want to start a nonprofit. I'm tired of working for these other nonprofits who aren't doing enough. And I just, I want to start something of my own. And YouTube was it for me. And as time went by after YouTube, I know people who were able to, uh, help me with opening up a bank account for my business, you know, stuff like that. I didn't know doing my 501c, um, going about getting my, um, um, my federal ID number, like stuff like that. The EIN number, like I had to ask questions, be open to asking questions that can help you go towards going towards your vision and recording your dreams. Write it down. Write down the people that can help you. Write down what you want to do in one year, what you want to do in two years. Shoot, what you want to do next week. Write it down. Be very specific about what you want to do. It's very important. And write down your accomplishments. Don't be afraid to put down your accomplishments. Write down what it is that you accomplish over the time. Please don't compare uh, small small accomplishments to like your big accomplishments that you really wanted to get to. Sometimes you will probably have 10 small accomplishments before you have one very large accomplishment. Don't look at any accomplishment smaller than the other. Every accomplishment counts. Everything counts. Every, every milestone is real. Like you have to actually look at it and say, like, pat yourself on the back, sis, and say, Girl, you did it. You did a really good job. Like, I'm just looking at you and girl, you doing it. You have to really have that self-talk and keep yourself going when it comes to your vision because there, <laughs> there's always gonna be um there's always gonna be that path and anything that you're working towards is not gonna just happen tomorrow. You know, it's going to take hard work. Any person that has wealth and has something of their own, they'll tell you that they worked hard to get there. And the last thing I want to talk about is approaching your challenges. Challenges will come up when you are working towards your vision. And when you are working towards your vision and when these challenges come, you have to know how to approach them. And the way that you approach them is to keep going. That's the first thing you need to do. Keep going. Don't let anything stop you. As my fellow podcaster, um, Anquiet, who is the host of 
her sticky hope, which I love. I listen to it every weekend. You guys should listen to it. She always says, um, keep going. The person you're becoming deserves it. And that means everything to me. When she says that, I'm like, girl, if that ain't life right now, like if you're not giving me life right now by saying that, keep going. The person you're becoming deserves it. Like that is so real to me. The person you're becoming, like I got to keep saying that the person that you are becoming deserves to keep going, deserves to keep fighting, deserves to keep fighting for yourself. You have to keep going. You have to remember that there are going to be pit stops. And if anyone knows that a pit stop, when they stop, they stop to refuel, repair. And when you're refueling on your vision, you have to reflect on how far you've come what goals you've accomplished, and set new goals. It's okay if you hit that pit stop, but now it's time for you to refuel. Set new goals for yourself within your vision. There's nothing wrong with setting new goals to work towards the end goal. And as you set those new goals, they can be big or small. There's nothing wrong with it, but refresh yourself with new goals. Refresh. Maybe this the goals that you had before weren't working, so let's set some new goals, something else that can get us towards the end goal. Something else that might work because it's all about executing what you need to get done. Execution is what matters. You can create ideas all day, but how are you going to execute it? It will always change. There's not one way to do anything. Everybody has tried a million different ways to do stuff. And you're like, wow, that worked for you? Like, for instance, weight loss. There's so many people I know that do intermittent fasting. And I did it for like months. Okay. And it did absolutely nothing for me. I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to say absolutely nothing. Right. But it did something for me for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like your girl was out here trying to, um, you know, (laughs) but I was out here trying to lose this weight. Okay. I was out here trying to lose this weight. I'm getting loud, but I'm just saying I was trying. And with the intimate fasting, I thought that I could eat whatever I want within the window And I mean, I wasn't like going crazy, but you know, I was working out hard and eating and for a little bit, um, I'm going to say I lost like six pounds. And then after that, I was like, there's nothing happening. I'm starving. Like I want to eat so bad. And then I was just like, you know what? This is working. And I knew I had a friend where she was just losing a bunch of weight and it was working for her. And I'm like, girl, this is working for you, but it ain't doing nothing for me. And I'm working out just as much as you working out. And shorty told me she finished a whole bag of Doritos and I'm over here eating salad, you know, like, so (laughs) just to get back on track. Oh my God. But just to get back on track, I'm saying that I needed to set new goals. So within my weight loss, I decided to set new goals for myself. Like, the intimate fasting wasn't working. So I made sure I had three meals a day, three healthy balanced meals a day. And then in the process, I make sure I did at least 45 minutes of cardio. And then I slowly started to lose the weight. The intimate fasting wasn't working for me. So I set, I created new approaches and then I set new goals. Like, okay, girl, you're not going to lose 20 pounds in three weeks. So maybe you need to try to go for one pound a week. And it worked out for me. It worked out for me. So I also want to talk about the fact that when you're at that pit stop, you need to repair. Repairing means evaluating your goals, asking yourself, what are the new approaches you can take when working towards your vision? I just talked about that, taking new approaches. And new approaches means evaluating how you go about executing it. 
evaluate what are you going to do? How can I do things different? Well, you know what? This approach wasn't really working. Maybe, maybe I'm not talking to the right people to get this goal done. Maybe I need to be in more workshops for business, for businesses. Maybe I need to do more networking for my business. Try to see what is it that you could be lacking because there's always room for change. There's always room for growth. There's always room for you to elevate. So taking new approaches can really help. And remember, don't focus on the pit stop. Your pit stop is just temporary. So with that being said, I wanted to give examples of visionaries and um, some people that I have as visionaries. And I was at first when I did it, I was just like, when I wrote it down, I was like, I really want a bunch of women. I don't know about giving men, but they are, they have been some big visionaries in 2019 that have really been standing out there. And the first person I want to talk about, and it brought tears to my eyes. I thought it was a huge accomplishment for um, the black community. And that is Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is a huge visionary. He has give, He's given jobs to a lot of African-American actors, and he's given them opportunities to be on TV and to call it black TV because now we have um, Christmas movies with um, black actors. We have networks. You know, BET originally was is called the Black Entertainment Television, but in all reality, there wasn't much. As over time, it has changed, and now Teleperry has a contract with them. He's bringing back his black films that cater to the black community. He opened up his own studio, the first African American to own his own studio, the Tyler Perry Studios, hiring black actors and actresses and black staff, like just naming each building after African-American actors and actresses. Like this is, it's a huge accomplishment. He owes no one, no nothing, not one dollar. And he did it. He did that. That is a visionary. I listened to his speech and he talked about that there's always an up. There's never a down. The only way you can go is up and keep going up. And that means that he had to keep challenging himself. And I love that about him. Another visionary is number two, my favorite, Super Scent. If you guys don't know, Super Scent, she created the Crayola crayon case for makeup. And it was an eyeshadow case. And last year, she made $1 million selling out of her Crayola case. And this year, she posted actually online that she just bought her first home. Now, I call her a big visionary because she realized that there was a, you have to know who you're catering to, right? And there was a need for women who love makeup. The times is changing. Every woman loves makeup. And this Crayola case had colors that we have never seen before. And she creates it and it sells out. Kudos to my girl, Super Saiyan. You did that, girl. You did your thing. And I love that Crayola case, okay? Last but not least, our third visionary is Angel Rich. She created an app that tackles financial literacy. She is the CEO of The Wealth Factory. Angela Rich 
goes out and do different workshops. She um, does workshops and she teaches the youth about financial literacy. She thinks that it's something that should be started from very young. And I agree. I totally agree with her. Angela Rich is a a six-figure maker and she is doing it big. Thank you so much, Angela Rich, for being such a visionary. That is my third visionary. And I thank you guys for being amazing visionaries. And these are all African-American people who are making a huge change. Um, myself, as being an African-American, I see that the sky is the limit, right? We can do anything. Like, I love it. So I want you guys to really ask yourself these questions. And I really threw these questions out here and... I hope that you really take notes on it and really ask yourself in the end of the night, write it down and see what you're working towards. And this is what it is. Questions that you need to ask yourself and it pertains to you focusing on your vision. And I'm, I'm giving you a few examples, you know, like what is your vision for your future? Because vision doesn't mean that it's specified on one specific thing. Me personally, I have a vision for my business. I have a vision for my career. You, There's so many different things that you have a vision for. You need to write it down. Write down what are the different things that you have a vision for in your life. What is your vision for your future? What is your vision for your marriage? What is your vision for your calling? What is your vision for your financial stability? What is your vision for your family? Vision could mean so much. There's so much you can have vision. What is your vision for your health? Let's not act like we don't forget about ourselves. A lot of times we don't even work on ourselves. What is your vision for your health? What is your vision for your spiritual health? What is your vision for your mental health? These are some questions that you need to ask yourself. Open up your mind. I need you to open up your mind, sis. I need you to open up your mind and tap into your purpose. What is your vision for yourself? Break it down. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to ask yourself these questions. I need you to challenge yourself and really tap into your purpose. What is your vision? Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Cultivate Her. Women of Empowerment would love to thank you all for tuning in. Keep tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to cultivate your local sister. Encourage her, advise her, and help her build and renew herself. Thank you so much, and we see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Inc. W O. E-I-N-C and also follow us on our website www.woinkfl.org Thank you. So when I was 16 years old my swim coach gets me a lifeguarding job at for the county and I already had a lifeguarding job and I was supposed to go interview with the county. Now it's been the whole summer, pretty much the whole summer and the county has not got back to me yet. So at this point I'm like, well, I don't really need this county job because I already got my other lifeguarding job. They've been taking forever. 
I don't really care. So the lady calls me finally and she goes, says to me, um, can you come in um, to do the paperwork and um, and do your fingerprints, submit your lifeguards, sir, all that. I said, OK, no problem. I come in and she says I do the paperwork. Yes. So I go in, I do the paperwork, everything like that. She calls me back maybe about a week later. She's like, OK, so um, this is the schedule we have for you. I said, what? Schedule? It's the end of the summer, and now you're trying to put me on full time. I'm sorry, but I'm not available. Thank you very much. <laughs> so long story short, my co- I guess this lady calls my coach because my coach has all this, you know, he, he, he's known in the county, and uh, he calls her back, and she calls him back. I'm sorry. She calls him back, and she says, to him, uh, who is this young lady that you have that you sent my way? And she was so disrespectful and rude on the phone. And I can't see myself getting her a job anywhere here in the county lifeguarding for us. She's very disrespectful. So my coach calls me back and says, you need to call her and apologize. This is not how you do things. This is not how you deal with people when someone's giving you a job, you never know where that job could take you, who you might meet. You need to call her and apologize. And I said, well, she said she's going to offer me a job. And she offers me a job and tell me this is my schedule. And I'm not available. I've been waiting the whole summer. And now I got another job. I'm not available to work the day she needs me. So he said, well, you could have communicated that a different way. Call her and apologize. So I call her back. And I say to her, I am so sorry for my tone. Just, I, I, I was a little frustrated because I've been waiting so long for this job. And I apologize. Um, I'm only available during this time on these days. Um, can we work something out? She said, I accept your apology, Christina. Um, you can work. I can work something out for you to work the, the days that you are available and the time. Long story short, I end up actually working there um, for a couple years after. So I'm 16. I think I worked there right up until it was time for me to go away for college. And uh, I had a relationship with this lady. It started out really rough. And I realized that I was sabotaging myself because because of this lady. She wrote me a recommendation later on. Um, uh Meeting this lady, she was able to write me a recommendation. I was actually end up being one of the staff that was known there. Um, then when someone else came in and take over for her, she uh, gave good word about me. And it was just, it looked good. And even, I'll tell you, word spreads. Because that same lady that came in and took over for her ended up being a best friend to my college swim coach. <laughs> which is crazy. So it's like, it's crazy how you see things happen, but word could go around about you and you'd be surprised what people say. And I realized that I was sabotaging. I was self-sabotaging myself. I would have never had that job for, for, for years to come, 16, 17, 18, you know, like, and being able to go to school, come back home and work for them at the same time. So it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely a self-sabotage situation. And I realized that I, that's the first time I actually was able to say, well, this is when I first started to self-sabotage myself. That's where it started and not realizing. So tone matters, how you speak to people matters, and how your mindset is really matters.
that's my truth moment.